five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA, and that's enough for today. Okay, this is a wheelie. This is a whoops. This is a wheelie movie. Oh, I got it. Danny. Do a wheelie. Do a wheelie. That's kind of the theme of the whole thing. And then he falls on his back, which is very improbable. That's probably staged. He's probably done that a thousand or more times. But now he's. It shows him doing wheelies everywhere. I think he's like. This is supposed to be a dream sequence from when he fell off his bike. Watch this. This is amazing. How does he do that? Even more. Well, there's. It just goes on and on like this, where he does amazing, amazing things with his bike. Then they do a group thing, and then we'll jump over to the outtakes because that's a lot of fun. That's funny up on the picnic table. Okay, so it goes on and on and on and on. And this is kind of the credits and the outtakes. And there you see that how hard it really is. Viola Brand, this girl is amazing. Amazing what kids will do. You can do steps, mino, combos, you can do all types of crazy stuff. I'm just going to take my handlebars completely off. <laughs> yeah, my front tire is like brand new. Rear tire is almost worn down. That tells the story. I knew something would be doable on it, but it wasn't easy. Look, he's carrying packages. You can't see. He says you can't see where you're going. This is funny. I thought, I thought there must be a path down the middle of the picnic table. That's how they film all this stuff. And uh, a lot of fun. In there somewhere is Adidas. You know, that's my objection to this commercial, is that it's... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at this. I can't even believe it. He goes across. My, oh, my. No, that is actually crazy. She has immense control of her body. But at the end of this, I should be able to really properly, I reckon. Anyway, that's a lot of fun. I thought you'd, that'd make you smile for your day, which it did for me. And that's what we, we focus on around here, is giving you something happy. Okay, Italian job rescue. Okay, Dominic Bernard writes uh, for Print Week, there was, there was a print company with seven antique print machines that have been saved from scrap by a guy in England, apparently, <clears throat> an Englishman who was a customer of Antica Tipo Tipografia Biganini Bigini in Lucca, Italy. Okay, whatever. And uh, so Benham Gooder decided to rescue. He he was a customer, so he was notified that the company was shutting down. What happened was that. You know, with COVID, there wasn't much work, and one of the type guys, I think, died, and uh, they just couldn't get it going. And so they were going to scrap these original Heidelbergs. <clears throat> There's an original Heidelberg. <clears throat> and I remember going into newspaper offices 
in the late 70s and actually seeing letterpress, seeing a local little small town newspaper being printed on a on a letterpress type press. Like that. You know, I got to see and this you know, a working press that was doing the newspaper for that town. Uh probably the same as it had for a hundred years. And so it's a great thing that they saved some of these presses. There's some more. And uh, they're going to bring them back together and try to make a print company out of them. Um, but also, I think, do some education and a bit of a museum to make the whole thing work. <clears throat> this was an interesting article I meant to get to yesterday. Um, the GDPR has been uh, is being refined, as we'd expect. And so now there's the Electronic Communications Act. Note again. If you want to market in this context of privacy and and control, mail is not regulated by this change. But what I liked is that it had a term, had a definition for direct marketing. It's not my definition. Uh, if you go on Google Scholar and and type definition of direct marketing, um, the article by Connie Bauer, who actually wrote it, uh, is the seminal definition and is referenced by pretty much everybody else who just tries to define it, but this one doesn't. The term direct marketing covers any form of presentation of goods or services in written or oral form sent or presented uh, by means of a publicly available service directly to one or more users. So the idea is the, the talking. Now, <clears throat> Under this definition, you know, the idea of selling farm produce directly to um, directly to the consumer is is sort of, you know, that would be direct marketing. It doesn't it really doesn't get at the essence of my understanding of direct marketing, which is um, the idea of scientific testing, that we can build a heuristic system that's continuously improving. But anyway, at least they put it in there. Um, Direct marketing requires, as under the previous regulation, the prior consent of the addressee. There are a few exceptions, but not very many. Mostly that you've done business with someone, which means that basically it's very difficult to prospect with any kind of direct marketing under these definitions that you'd have to use global advertising or something else to do your customer acquisition, which is mm, messy at best and uh, requires the prior consent um, you know, it's like, okay, but they do have, they do have the ability to, to re, to remarket to your own customers, as long as you're doing the same offer, basically, <clears throat> which also, again, argues for, you know, if someone bought a fry pan, um, is a, is a, uh, a kettle, <laughs> a Dutch oven, is that the same offer or is a generic 50% off all cookware, the same offer? Uh, offer it's a good question it almost argues for for a more general approach rather than trying to guess what you want next that uh, if you if you specifically offer an individual product that isn't the same as the one they bought you it could be argued that it violates this so there's you know a lot to it it'll be in the show notes go over to wdma.org and subscribe uh, Wayfair, SC, and eBay struggle with e-commerce reset. I thought these were highlighted. 
they were, but I guess I brought them in without the highlighting part. <laughs> I do this at home with a cup of coffee, and then I upload it. So Sarah Mahoney wrote this. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> okay, so during the pandemic, the sales soared, um, but Wayfair in the first quarter revenue uh, said that they fell thir uh, $3 billion, 14%. But this is the real kicker, and this shows you how a, a little increase in sales can really improve your value, valuation, and a little drop can really kill it. Um, they had losses of three, $319 million compared to profits of $18 million a year ago, same period. Wow, that's a big difference. That'll really kick you in the pants. Anyway, so the Way Day sale um, was the best ever despite a 23% drop in the active customers. So they're having trouble with customer retention. And, you know, they did a lot of acquisitions. They did test a lot of catalog concepts, but I think they gave it up. And, um, you know, the, the, the trouble in a, building a sustainable company is that you acquire a customer and you assume that they're similar to the customer you acquired two or three years prior. But when you acquire a customer inexpensively with, with digital, they're often worth 25%, one quarter, the long-term value of a customer acquired by mail. Because mail has a way of impressing in your brain, you know, we've got catalogs laying down here. Here's the Here's the Uline, the latest Uline catalog. Look at that. Look at the thickness of that. Okay? I mean, I drive by Uline. <laughs> My goodness. How many pages is this? 847. 850 pages of this. And I don't buy hardly anything from Uline. I do, uh, I do need to call Liz and tell her what's up. Um, but, and, you know, we could probably save a forest by just segmenting a little better. But the point is, is that nobody can argue that Uline is a leader in shipping supplies. Nobody can argue that with this. This, just lifting this, lift this 100 times over your head or hold it there for a couple minutes and you will be impressed with the physicality of Uline, right? And not with some e-commerce little ad that you see about some way to get uh, packaging. So the, the branding, the engagement in your head is so much more powerful with mail than it is with digital that though they acquire customers i mean with a with a a long standing catalog company um what we found was that the that the holiday period digital customers weren't even worth sending a catalog just weren't and i've had several customers several clients of mine have found that to be the case that they're just they look like they are but they're not. And in the long run, a lot of the catalogers, if they don't go under by because of it, if they sometimes they, they keep it up for a couple uh, a year or two and then there's not much left. But in almost every case, if they were if they if they can if they can get their heads back on straight, they can recover. But if they don't, if they just keep going digital, they'll go under. Because you can see the well there's here's an analyst um at Weld Weldbush Securities, Seth Basham says that um 
says the sharp jump in customer acquisition costs this quarter of 51% to record levels is particularly concerning. The other thing is you could argue the company is destroying value as it would take 19 months to recover the customer acquisition costs. So if you double or if you increase by 50% 50, 50 customer acquisition and your customer retention is only a year, you're done. It's, it's untenable. Think about that if you're primarily an e-commerce company, that you need a different marketing approach and you need a way to figure out how to test it. And the great thing is, is that we have ways to test the impact of mail compared to the digital you're doing. So you don't have to, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't have to shut down digital. Keep going. Keep it going the whole time. And we'll show you that in spite of all you're doing in digital, the mail will have a greater impact dollar for dollar. So if you're struggling with these same issues, if you're in digital or e-commerce, uh, you may want to give us a call. We have lots of resources, lots of old, <laughs> old people who have been around for decades who know the answers, even though we were set aside 25 years ago. But not anymore. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.